Hello, this is Veronica from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 29th of October. Aam Aadmi Party Chief Arvind Kejriwal today launched a campaign for the selection of the chief ministerial candidate for his party for the upcoming Gujarat state elections. As part of the Choose Your Chief Minister campaign, Kejriwal has urged the people of Gujarat to send in their opinion on who the candidate should be. While speaking at a press conference, Kejriwal said that people need change and want relief from inflation and unemployment. He referred to the AAP's campaign during the Punjab election and said that the party had asked the people of Punjab who they wanted as chief minister and named Bhagwant Maan according to the wishes of the people. The Aam Aadmi Party is going to form a government in Gujarat, he said. He went on to ask the public to tell the party who should be the next chief minister. He also gave out a phone number and an email address and asked people to send in their opinion via SMS, WhatsApp or email. He said the number will be operational till 3rd of November and that the results will be placed before the public on 4th of November. This is the AAP's latest strategy for the Gujarat elections. The party has been campaigning aggressively in the state and will be standing against the BJP. The Gujarat Legislative Assembly has 182 members and the elections are slated to take place later this year. Union Minister Rajiv Chandrasekhar said today that the government aims to make the internet open, safe and trusted with the amended information technology rules which came into effect on Friday. Chandrasekhar said that it was the responsibility of social media platforms and intermediaries to ensure that no unlawful content is posted online. Hindustan Times reported. He also said that the internet cannot be a party to deliberate misinformation. Constitutional rights of India's citizens should be respected by intermediaries especially articles relating to free speech, liberty and non-discrimination. Chandrasekhar said. He added that in order to strengthen accountability between user and intermediary, the government has brought a grievance appellate platform. The new IT rules have provisions for a new government grievance redressal panel which will hear complaints against content moderation decisions made by social media platforms. The panel members will be appointed by the government. Listeners, despite significant pushback from industry and civil society, the IT ministry is proceeding to set up a grievance appellate committee a government-appointed body that can be approached by users dissatisfied with decisions made by the intermediary's grievance officer. News Laundry has learned that the Department of Legislative Affairs, which is responsible for vetting all new legislation, had orally expressed concerns to IT ministry officials about the legality of creating an appellate body through a subordinate legislation. How will GACs deal with grievances? What about self-regulation by intermediaries? To know more about this, read my colleague Aditi Agarwal's report on newslaundry.com. It is titled IT Ministry Notifies Creation of Grievance Appellate Committee that will oversee content moderation decisions. We are able to bring you such reports and analysis because we don't depend on governments, political parties or corporations for ads. News Laundry is an ad-free platform. We rely only on you to support us. So, if you're not a part of our independent news model already, Head over to newslaundry.com and click on the red subscription button on the top right corner of the screen. Subscription plans start as low as 300 rupees only. Pay to keep news free. External Affairs Minister S Jayashankar said today that the internet and social media platforms have turned into potent instruments in the toolkit of terrorists and militant groups. He said this at a special meeting of the UN Security Council's Counter-Terrorism Committee 
which is being hosted in India. The minister said that these toolkits are being used to spread propaganda, conspiracy theories and radicalism to destabilize societies. He said that in recent years, terrorist groups, their ideological fellow travelers, particularly in open and liberal societies, and lone wolf attackers have significantly enhanced their capabilities by gaining access to these technologies. NDTV reported. Jayshankar went on to say that the UNSC in the past two decades has evolved an important architecture built primarily around the counter-terrorism sanctions regime to combat this menace. This has been very effective in putting those countries on notice that had turned terrorism into a state-funded enterprise. He added, The UN Security Council's Counter-Terrorism Committee meeting is reportedly being held in Delhi and Mumbai. Jayshankar's comments come just a week after Pakistan was removed from the grey list of the Financial Action Task Force, which is a global watchdog on terror financing and money laundering. During the special meeting on Friday, India had highlighted that Pakistan's inclusion in the FATF grey list in 2018 had reduced attacks on hard targets in India and resulted in a 75% drop in terrorist bases on Pakistani soil, Hindustan Times reported. Karnataka Chief Minister Basfaraj Bomai is in the midst of a major controversy after several journalists alleged that an official from the Chief Minister's office offered them bribes ranging from 1 lakh rupees to 2.5 lakh rupees in the guise of Diwali hampers. The News Minute reported. Three journalists who have spoken with the News Minute said that hampers with cash were distributed to them. One of the journalists has reportedly written to the CMO expressing dissatisfaction with this. Following reports of the alleged bribe, a group of anti-corruption activists have filed a complaint with the Karnataka Lokayukta Police against the media advisor of the chief minister, NDTV reported. While attacking the BJP, the Congress has called for a judicial inquiry into the allegations. The Karnataka Pradesh Congress Committee has said that the people of the state should know how much money was given as bribe, how much was received and how much was returned. The party has also reiterated its pay-CM campaign against the state BJP. At least 25 people were injured in a fire that broke out at a house in Bihar's Aurangabad district this morning. The incident reportedly took place after a family was cooking food for Chhat Puja festivities. The fire was caused by a short circuit in the house, NDTV reported. Police and fire brigade rushed to the spot and tried to put out the fire. The blaze intensified after a gas cylinder exploded. Scroll.in reported. Some of the injured people have been taken to the Sadar Hospital in Aurangabad. Sub-Inspector Vinay Kumar Singh said that the reason for the fire is yet to be confirmed. Scroll.in reported. However, a man from the family has said that the fire was caused by the gas cylinder blast. US House of Representatives Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, was attacked by a person at the couple's residence in San Francisco. Paul Pelosi reportedly suffered a fracture in his skull and injuries to his right arm and hands during the attack and is recovering from a surgery, BBC reported. Police have identified one David DePape as a suspect and said that he had demanded to see Nancy Pelosi during the attack. She was in Washington, D.C. at the time of the attack. Notably, the attack has come ahead of the midterm elections scheduled to take place on 8th of November. There had been fear of a rise in political violence ahead of the elections. Hours after the attack, the US government issued a bulletin to law enforcement warning of heightened threat of domestic violent extremism against candidates and election workers driven by individuals with ideological grievances. BBC reported, US President Joe Biden called the attack despicable. 
while giving a speech in Philadelphia, he said that every person of good conscience needs to clearly and unambiguously stand up against the violence in US politics. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you next week. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.